Hey besties, guess who it is? Back in better than ever, as fucking always. Um, how have you guys been? I know it's been a while, and I want to apologize first and foremost, but I have been booked and busy. Okay, like when I tell you what's going on in my life, you're gonna be like, "How the fuck? How?" So I started this new job in January, um, but it's temporal, so. I am done the end of April, um, the latest, so I started applying for jobs, I'm like interviewing, I left to LA for a celebration of life for my godfather um, that passed away in October, I fucking left on Wednesday, came home Sunday, and it's now Tuesday, and I have the Billie Eilish concert tomorrow night, and I'm just like, you know, I just, I'm live, laugh, loving right? Like, there's just, there's nothing else I can do. Live, laugh, love. That's all, babe. Um, so yeah, life has been a fucking balancing act, to say the least. I have been so busy the past week and a half to slash two weeks, um, but I'm managing to push through, you know, making it day by day, bro, day by fucking day, and it's, it's only gonna get crazier with, um, my job's season starting up, so yeah, I'm going to keep fucking pushing. Anyways, reeling it back into Dear Diary Dating Sucks because nothing has changed. Dear Diary Dating Sucks. That's all. I mean, that's that's it. Dating fucking sucks. Um, and so, I don't know. Today's episode, I kind of just want to do like a chat, catch up, see where my head's at, um, kind of talk about dating burnout and what that looks like because honestly this happens to me I want to say like once well it's not like a one day thing it's it it lasts like two or three weeks every two months and it's just like this wave that comes over me where I'm just like fuck like I don't want to do this anymore like I'm tired of talking to so many fucking different people I'm tired of telling people the same thing like what's your favorite color what do you like to do for fun what's your favorite type of alcohol where do you like to go like and it's the same fucking questions every single time and so I want to talk about burnout I want to talk about normalizing it I want to talk about what it looks like for me personally and I also want to talk about like what I do when I'm experiencing burnout and like how I kind of reel myself back in and how I kind of give myself that boost of confidence that I need and also how I kind of reflect on myself and like what I'm learning from all you know I mean this experience of dating online and what it's like to date people right now um so yeah without further ado let's just fucking get into it so first of all um dating burnout is very normal okay I know that some of you experience it because you've personally told me um I know it's a super common thing um but I want to talk about it a little bit because as I kind of touched on this kind of happens to me every two months where I just get to a point where I'm just tired like I just feel emotionally and physically drained from talking to all these people um I start to feel kind of hopeless that I'm not gonna find anybody um and also like there's like a slight burn I guess from the rejection or 
even like no responses or, or guys being dry like um I don't know I feel like that kind of affects me and puts me in that burnout zone um and then I kind of feel lazy about dating and I kind of just give up on it for a little bit um and like I said like I feel bored and like I find myself going through the motions and you know it's what's your favorite color what do you like to do for fun what's your favorite type of food do you cook I mean like it's again it's the same fucking questions and I always joke about it but it's starting to get to the point where I feel like maybe I really do need to do this um but what I was gonna do is I was gonna make like a fucking Q&A Google link that I can share with people that answers all the basic questions because (laughs) I can't anymore like it's exhausting how many siblings do you have how many parents do you have how about how many grandparents where do you come from where do you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Oh my god, someone slapped the shit out of me. Anyways, um, yeah, so dating burnout is super normal, and like I said, I'm kind of experiencing it right now again, and it happens in waves. Um, and so I guess what I do to kind of pull myself out of it is take that break you know um it's important to step away and kind of reflect as well as reprogram yourself and kind of rethink what you're looking for and rethink what you're accepting from others um and so what I find myself doing is rethinking like my ex. I start rethinking my red flags. I start rethinking my immediate like just complete um fuck why can't I think of the word? Not my ex. Not red flags. What is the word I'm looking for? You guys know I literally just did the episode on it. Hello. Deal breakers my deal breakers. Um, And so I start rethinking all of that. And then I start to think, you know, shit, am I being crazy right now? Like, am I asking for too much? Is this something that people can't not comply with, but but people can't meet the criteria for, you know, what my standards are? I start to rethink like, is there something wrong with me? Like, am I not giving it my all? Like, what am I doing wrong? And it's just, it sucks. It sucks. And it puts me into a rut and my self-esteem, I feel like, goes down. And it's hard, you guys. It's so fucking hard to pull yourself out of that kind of hole when you're in it. Um, but I, I have to try to find different ways to pull myself out of it. Um... And so by doing that, this is actually one of a couple of tricks and and tips that I use to, I guess, kind of pause for a minute and just rethink everything and and give myself that boost of confidence that I need. I mean, like I said, I start to rethink everything, but when it comes down to it, I go back to my previous relationships and I'm like, there's reasons why I have these deal breakers. 
there's reasons why I have these icks, and there's reasons why I have these red flags. Like, I'm going to be unhappy at the end of the day, and something is going to go wrong if a person, you know, has any of these red flags or any of these deal breakers. And so, no, my standards aren't too high. My my expectations aren't too high. This is what I need from a partner in order to make myself happy, first of all. Um, and so once I kind of reel myself back in and realize my worth and, and kind of get that back together, I start to think about my previous relationships and how they made me feel and, um, you know how they've kind of shaped me into the person that I am today. I also start to think about things that I do wrong. Like I said, my self-confidence goes down. So it's hard for me to kind of think that uh, there's nothing wrong with me. Um, So I start to overanalyze everything. I start to think about my flaws and everything that's wrong about myself. Like, of course, the materialistic things, right? Like my face, my hair, my body, my nails, my toes, like my arms. Like I literally overanalyze every single body part that I, (laughs) that I have. So that's obviously no fun. But then I start to think about my traits, my personality. And before I start talking about like my flaws and issues I know that I have that I know I need to work on, I forgot who the fuck I got this from or where I got it from, but I heard a quote or seen it or I I don't know what it was, but if you wait to find your life partner or your soulmate until you are 100%, you are never going to find anybody. You're never going to find anybody because you're spending all this time trying to figure yourself out and try to be perfect for this other person. And by the time you're perfect in your eyes for another person, it's going to be too late. And so I think going into a relationship, you have to know that both of you guys have flaws that you need to work on and nobody's fucking perfect, first and foremost. Um, And so I think in doing that, I am starting to not realize my flaws because I think I always I mean obviously not I think I always have known what my flaws are I know my toxic traits I know the way I am is not the greatest um but I think after this burnout right now I'm just starting to shift what I'm doing with this information um instead of just sitting my ass on it I'm actually going to try to change my toxic traits and and my things that I need to work on. I'm trying to kind of take this pause right now to work on myself and kind of figure out what I need in a partner. Um, because I don't know, it's it that's I feel like that's super important to do. You know what I mean? And the life is changing every day, every fucking moment. And so I feel like my needs from a partner are changing every day and also realizing what I can give to someone 
and what I still need to work on for that other someone, it's also super important to acknowledge as well. And so in saying that, um, let's talk about my flaws. Let's talk about, let's get fucking real here because that's what I told you guys we were going to do. I told you we were going to get fucking deep. I told you we were going to talk about my fucking issues. And I told you this was going to be literally like hardcore. I'm not sugarcoating shit, okay? We are diving deep, besties. Diving fucking deep. Um, And so I think, obviously, I know some of you guys know this one already, but like my number one toxic trait that I need to work on is expressing how I feel and voicing my thoughts and opinions and emotions when I feel either hurt or unheard or lost. Um, Because this lovely thing that I like to do is I will bottle up all my thoughts and feelings and emotions and hurt and pain and confusion and I will just wait until my breaking point and then I'll cut you off and like I said I know that this is a problem I know that this is very toxic of me and my goal is to reshape my train of thought and vocalize better how I'm feeling to people that I'm in a relationship with or family or friends or whatever because I, 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 I know it's bad. I, I know it's bad. I know at the end of the day, it only hurts me as well as the other person. And again, that's why I'm trying to change it. I don't, and I know it's not going to happen overnight. Okay. Like, obviously I'm not fucking stupid, but I think the first step for me is acknowledging that it's a problem and acknowledging the way that I handle relationships has not helped me. Um, And yeah, I think as independent as I am and as strong as I am, I turn into a little girl when someone hurts my feelings or I feel disrespected or I feel unheard or I feel sad, like, I just, and, (laughs) it's another thing, like, when I get angry, I cry, and not because I feel sad about being angry, like, it just, I don't know how to express my anger, so I start to cry, because I just, I cannot, I don't know, you guys, like, I'm not, I'm not good at expressing my emotions, like, I literally can count my friends on the back of my hand and (laughs) I am sorry, but a lot of y'all don't know me. Like you don't know me. You may think you know me, but you don't fucking know me. And (laughs) I'm laughing (laughs) like saying this right now because I joke about this shit all the time with Helena. Like when Alina first started dating Chris, she would say like, oh, you don't, he doesn't even know me. Like, 
but that's not even a joke you guys like <laughs> you can quote unquote know me for a year but you don't fucking know me you don't fucking know me i'm sorry there's only like two or three people on this planet that actually know me and i mean like know me know me and that's fucking crazy i i think i'm kind of tired of living like that i think maybe instead of tired i think i'm just i think i'm lonely you know what i mean like i think i'm just i think i'm lonely i think because i don't express myself enough and i don't vocalize my feelings i tend to handle everything by myself and that leaves me lonely and that's sad you guys like i don't i don't want that for myself i seriously like besides finding a partner in life like i want to be able to go to my friends and be like fuck dude this is what just happened like can i just cry and and do that and as much as i know you know my friends have my back i would never do that i would never do that and it's because i can't express my emotions to other people and that fucking sucks but again this is like this is me this is the first step you guys i'm opening up right now okay and this is all a part of the bigger picture because at the end of the day i do want to find someone that i can be my true 100 percent self with and i feel like in my last relationship i definitely was not myself like i'm so sorry to this man i hate to say it, but i don't know this man um <laughs> he did not know me I'm like, mm, he did not know me. And it sucked. It really did. And I think that's why I'm kind of trying to adjust myself for this next relationship. And I also think it had to do with my relationship with my five-year partner. Um, I think I was so vulnerable in that relationship that I kind of closed myself off for the next one. But now for this one, I, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of prepared to create a happy medium and obviously like not word vomit, but also not not talk to them about my life. You know what I mean? Um, and I do feel like I'm an open book, but I'm very selective on what I tell you. That sounds so devious. It really does. But I'm just... This is like a coping mechanism, I think, that I've developed over the years to where I will tell people certain things to make them feel like they know me, but you guys really don't fucking know me. Like, you really do not know me. Um, but that's what I'm doing here. I'm opening up, I'm being vulnerable, and I am trying to express myself better. And reeling back in and and going back to what I initially was trying to say is in my next relationship I I do want 
to be myself. I do want to open up. I do want to be able to express my emotions. I want to be able to tell my partner, hey, you made me upset right now. Or, hey, honestly, I don't like the way that you said that. Or, I don't like the way that this makes me feel when you do this. And I have never done that, you guys. I've never done that. And I know that everybody needs to work on communication. Like, listen, that's like the golden ticket to everything in life. Like, I think the most important thing that we need to work on as a humanity is communication. But yes, that's, that's, it's true. It's true. I really feel like my communication be really lacking in relationships. And so I, for sure, 110% want to work on myself in that aspect. And I think that's why I kind of challenged myself to take on this podcast and be myself and express myself and be vulnerable and talk my shit. So (laughs) thank you guys for giving me this opportunity to be me and just kind of step out of my comfort zone to and and assist in the process of building a better Jalissa. I appreciate you guys for listening and you know supporting and letting me be me. Um also another thing that I know I need to work on is my again this is a fucking defense mechanism coping mechanism trauma response being open to accepting compliments this is and 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 this goes hand in hand with also giving compliments um and I know my past relationship has a lot to do with the reason why I can't do either or. Um, a, I'm not good at accepting compliments because I usually wasn't a receiver. I was more of a giver. And to touch on B, why I don't really give out compliments anymore is because I gave them all the time and got nothing in response. So I know I need to work on being able to receive compliments and take them and say thank you and you know respond back in a way that's nice because like literally a guy will be like oh my god you're so cute and i'll be like huh thanks (laughs) and i know i know i know i know i need to change that because it's 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 fucked up you know at the end of the day I feel like not just because you're a boy or because you're a girl everybody deserves to get compliments and I think I think that's my issue guys I think another like toxic trait of mine is I don't reciprocate or I guess my love, my way of showing love to people isn't verbal. Um, my love language is gift giving, which is fine for some people and that's great and all, but I know that I need to be able to give my husband a compliment. I don't... I don't want to see myself down the line 
where my kids are watching me and, you know, they aren't seeing me give my husband a compliment. I feel like that's going to fuck them up in the long run. So that's definitely one of the reasons why I want to be able to do that. And same goes with receiving compliments. Like at the end of the day, I want my husband to compliment me and, you know, hey, babe, your hair looks good today. Or, wow, honey, you, you clean the kitchen. I appreciate that. Like, I just, I want to have a healthy environment for my kids to grow up in at the end of the day. And I think these are just things that I need to work on in order to do that for my future children. Because honestly, like, it is a trauma response, okay? It is literally the consequences of being in a fucked up relationship. And I wish that it didn't affect me this much. Like, honestly, oh, fuck, excuse me, just burped. But, like, knowing that my ex affected me this much, it makes me so upset. It really does. Because it's like, I literally gave my all in that relationship, gave my fucking all, and the energy wasn't reciprocated. And now I'm paying the consequences for this. Like, what the fuck? I'm the one who did everything. I'm the one who put in all the effort and energy, and I'm the one who was damaged. Are you for real? Is this a joke? No, it's not a joke. It's real life, bitch. It's my life. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I those are a handful of things that I know that I need to work on because, again, it it has a big impact on my life and it's going to have a big impact on my future life and my children down the line and me and my husband's relationship down the line because... I mean, it's pretty fucked up. Like, my thought process is not normal. Well, not that it's not normal, because there is no such thing as fucking normal, but my thought process isn't fair to my future partner, if that makes sense. Like, my lack of communication skills, lack of being able to accept a compliment, lack of being able to give a compliment is not fair to my future partner. And I think that that also to add on to my plate of issues that I need to work on is being able to accept physical touch. Not that like I literally am like you don't touch me, but I am like you don't touch me. Ugh, we're getting deep right now. Um I just again my previous relationship has genuinely fucked me up and like someone holding me or hugging me or touching me or like holding my hand that shit grosses me out like it literally makes me feel uncomfortable And again, like, I know this is super unfair to my future partner. It's also super unfair to myself. 
I know I deserve to be held and, you know, touched and kissed and all of that. But again, because of how fucked up my brain is wired, um, it's hard for me to accept that as normal. And it fucking sucks. And it sucks to even admit that out loud. But like, I know some of you have heard me like I fucking hate cuddling. I hate cuddling. I don't like cuddling. Don't hold me. And <laughs> wow. Yeah, like usually when I say this stuff I joke about it, but like no, I'm like actually like dead serious, you guys. Like this is literally how I feel. Like physical touch literally makes me feel it gives me the fucking chills talking about it i just got the chills talking about it like i literally do not want to be touched and like i said all of these things that i'm trying to work through and and realizing through this process right now i have to do better for myself and for my future self and for my future husband and my future kids like I know that this is due to trauma. I know that it's due to, you know, past things that have happened in my life, but it's not fair to not only my future husband and my future children, but myself. That's not fair to me. You know, I feel like humans are meant to touch each other. They're meant to hold each other. Like, I want someone to hold me and I want to feel safe. And the thought of a man being that safeness makes me want to fucking gag. (laughs) But like I said, I know I need to work on these things. And these are all things that I've been kind of thinking about most recently. Um, Because again, it's, it's, it's really, it's not fair to anybody. And these are all things that I definitely want to... Well, okay. I know I said in the beginning, like you can't be perfect when you meet someone. Like there's, there's no such thing as perfect, but what I am going to do is I'm going to work on each of these things little by little and, you know, figure out how to move past these things and figure out how to cope and how to change and how to vocalize better and how to voice my opinion and voice my thoughts and be comfortable with someone again I think I know that comes with time and like you know letting someone hold my hand or hug me or cuddle me or whatever the fuck I know that's gonna come with comfort from my partner um but I I know that there's things that I can work on before I get into another relationship um and so I'm gonna try to work on those things and those are more like the personal things of being able to communicate and talk about my feelings and things like that the other things like physical touch and stuff that's gonna have to be as I'm in a relationship um but yeah that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today guys I really just wanted to talk about dating burnout and like I said it's it's normal and in these phases of this dating burnout you start to think 
about yourself and your choices and your thoughts and your processes and your standards and your toxic traits and your red flags, your icks, and your deal breakers. Um, And I think that's the process that I'm in right now. And I don't know how long I'm going to be in this process. I think I want to take, honestly, I haven't really been swiping since I want to say like a week and a half ago or talking to anybody at all, quite honestly, since a week and a half ago. A week, wow, English is hard. Since a week and a half ago. Um, and I think I'm going to take like about another week or two until I kind of get back into it. Um, cause again, like my season with work is starting, I'm interviewing, I'm trying to secure another job. So I think again, I'm going to take some time to work on myself and figure out who I am and figure out what I want. That way I can have, you know, a better mindset once I get out of this dating burnout, um, I want to be able to put forth a different version of myself, um, each time I come back out of these dating burnout phases, um, I, each, each time I come out, I want to come out a little bit better than I was before. And so I think, you know, that goes to say working on my flaws and my red flags and, you know, and not in like, you know, when I see someone that's the red flag, like, no, like my personal things that I do that are red flags to others, my, you know, <laughs> my actions that people see and they're like, ooh, yeah, I'm done with this bitch. <laughs> because I know that a lot of the things that I need to work on can be changed. And I think that's what I need to do. Quite honestly, I need to work on myself a little bit. I need to take this burnout phase and break to rethink and regroup and you know kind of reel my shit back into reality um but yeah thank you guys again so much for listening and allowing me to even have this platform to talk about myself and vent and just be vulnerable and air my shit out and talk my shit because I don't know this is this is definitely different definitely scary but I am loving every minute of it and I hope you guys are too um I kind of want to talk a little bit about how Dear Diary Dating Sucks is gonna go from here on out And so I want to use season one to kind of be my platform, you know, be my personal adventure, my own personal, um, you know, highs, lows, fucking revelations, ranting sessions, catch up sessions. Um, fuck it we're gonna do swiping sessions because i actually just found out that spotify can do video podcasts so i'm gonna take a fucking look into that bitch and you we will do a live swipe sesh on fucking spotify it's gonna be legit um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna look into that and i'm gonna use season two as kind of my 
other, my outside anchor. So it's going to be like, you know, my special guests coming on, talking about their experiences. Everybody can talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. I really don't care, quite honestly. Um, And I kind of want to get that ramped up as soon as I secure this second job and kind of settle down into my work-life balance. Um, So definitely stay tuned for the season two series. Again, it's going to include special guests and, you know, different podcasts and things like that. And like I said, season one, it's going to be more all about me, my experiences, my ups and downs and roller coaster of emotions through Dear Diary Dating Sucks. Um, But yeah, I appreciate you guys so much for being here. Love you guys so much. Hope you have a good rest of your week and I will see you guys next time on Dear Diary Dating Sucks.